Yo, what's happening? It's Vince McMahon. This is Chad G. Slim Villain. Together, we form the three-man group known as the Fabulous Three Bros. And this is... Subject to change. It's the show where we bring you all the high spots, the low blows, and everything else in between the ropes of professional wrestling. So stay tuned, and let's get it popping off. And if they're smart, they'll listen. So last week, when we talked about Daniel Bryan, it wasn't official that he's out of his contract. I don't even know if it's official now. I think it is, right? It is? It's expired, I think it's right? Official. Yeah, it, they, expired apparently it did. Smackdown. I won't believe it, though, until I see that. Yeah, he didn't say he out. was leaving, though. Yeah, yeah. He, it, it expired, yeah. but he doesn't know. But he might resign. It's still a possibility. Like, he, okay. ne he never said that he was actually, like, leaving. People were just like, oh, shit, it expired. So maybe that's why they haven't AEW. put out a full release yet saying he's been released from his contract. He might still be negotiating with them. I think, too, because he said, like, he, like, says stuff in interviews all the time that, like, you, you could definitely read into, but I don't know if, like, if he necessarily would leave. It's like what he said when he said he, like, felt like, like, I, I said that that uh, interview in the chat where he's like, said, like, he didn't, like, feel anything, really, when he, like, made events at WrestleMania. Yeah. So... You might just feel like you might just want to leave for a little bit, just like to try to get the like feeling back. I wonder how he really internalized that feeling he had because I wonder if he personally took it as, you know, maybe this isn't where I should be, or if it was like him Wrestling, being in that match, like you know what I mean. Like if it was, was I mean, he, he looking at it like, am I not really supposed to be in this spot, or was he looking at it like this just isn't where I know I could be? Like you know, I know I should be getting more than this or something. I'm not sure. Yeah, because that's got to be so weird, though. Like, that'd be like going to, like, a Super Bowl. And, like, you don't feel anything. You're like, what? Like, this is, like, what, like theoretically. Like, is it them or is it me? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That, that's, that's something so he weird. has to figure out. Said, like, I'm not sure. That's so weird, too. How you say you if felt he didn't like feel anything like... in the main event. Mm -hmm. Maybe. The, the main guy for the main title. Yeah. And you thought, like. I don't really know. And you say then, you thought that, like. It, it might, it's like a feeling like he might like die too. Like he said, like that is like, that's oh, some, okay, that's well. a crazy, that's some crazy shit. Like okay. he must have been. So feeling. let's let's break it down honestly, because he's coming from this perspective of fear. You know, he has a lot. I think what factors into that is that he has a lot on the table now. He's got a new, you know, he has a family of two, two kids, a wife. I think what's really going on is that he feels conflicted as to where he should be in life. You know, like he has this love, this passion for wrestling, but at the same time, he's like, you know, I'm, I'm reaching this point in my life where I got to slow down. And I think that's, that's the direction he's headed now. I think it's like a the reason why, yeah, the reason why he felt like weird at mania was probably because he was just like, you know, I'm doing this thing and it's supposed to be this big event, but truthfully, I really just want to be home, you know, eating cookies and watching the show. Shit. Yeah, that's when you uh, kind of cross the dad threshold. <laughs> yeah. It's like, damn, I could really just be at home, like, chilling with my mm -hmm. family. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, he's, like, about to leave the crib. He's telling, like, a breeze, like, yeah, I'm about to go wrestle this match, main event, whatever. She's like, yeah, she's like, 
He's like, you sure I can go? You sure I should take this? Like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. Go ahead. He's like, like are you sure? Another match. Another match. He's like, it's just one more. It's just one more program. I swear, I'll be off the TV in one month. We'll be good. They'll, they'll smack my hair with two chairs, my head with two chairs, and uh, I'll be back. I'll be back home. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. We'll be here. We'll be watching. No Everyone in the back is probably like, oh, great match, great match, great match. He's like, oh, that was fucking shit. <laughs> terrible. That is terrible. But anyway, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode number 10, partially monumental of Subject to Change, another pro wrestling oh, podcast. Yes. Double digits. Yeah, Ooh, we can we deserve a little, a, minor, a little minor round of yeah. applause for that. That's a little small step like a for Betty Gun. Yeah, a little, little something, something, you know, 10 of them things. Pew, pew. Um, I'm happy to be here with y'all, you know, every week. Star Wars gun sound. Hey, man, I look forward to recording the show every week. Y'all give me the most engaging talk for wrestling I, that I get in my life. So I appreciate you guys being here. Um, but yeah, shout out to anybody appreciate listening. You guys thing. Yeah, thanks. So, um, yeah, man, happy Mother's Day to you guys and uh, all the mothers out there. Who are some of y'all? Uh, let's give some shout outs to some mothers in wrestling, man. I mean, we got just in the last few years, it's been a you know, we, we've had a couple new mothers in play. Becky Lynch, shout out to her. Lacey Evans is going to be a mother soon. Bella Twins. The Bella Twins. There's plenty of people out there, man. Uh, shout out to... Shelton what's Benjamin's mom. Name? Shelton Benjamin's mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... Yo, yeah, no, we can't, we can't go without Mother's Day without shouting out, like, one of the best mothers <laughs> on WWE programming. Um, Brandy Rhodes, shout out to Brandy. Oh, yeah, Renee Paquette and John yeah, Moxley. About to be new mothers. Man, it's, it's it's plenty plenty of mothers out here. But so so what you saying? Uh, Jay Cargo. Oh yeah, Jake just just because. Yeah. Oh, she's oh, a mother. She's, she's, she's a mother. mother too. Yeah, yeah she's she a mother. Um, Oscar, she's a mother. Yeah. yeah. So we have enough. We have enough women to have a mother's mother daughter battle royal and uh, oh, Mickey James too. Mickey James. Mickey James. Yeah, man, we're gonna have this uh this mother's battle royal one of these days. At yeah, the next, well, they, they whenever they decide to do another evolution. Whenever they decide to come in there too. <laughs> yeah. Whenever they decide to have another evolution card. They're never gonna do that. And apparently if going by uh what they're saying, what Mickey James has said in interviews. Well, that ain't gonna saying? happen. It ain't, I, I don't know why. Them. It was a re- that was like a really popping show when they did it. They said that yeah. it didn't do well. I guess like pay, the pay review buy rate. But I thought that was a very well. I kind of feel like, yeah, I kind of feel like that's bullshit because I don't think anybody yeah, is really. Yeah, but like, what's mm-hmm. the, like, how do they measure that? That's what I'm wondering. Like, what I haven't the heard metrics? that. Yeah, I was about to say, I have not heard that. Like, you're telling me people watching NXT UK and, and 12.5 Live yeah, enough for them they... to keep producing that every week and not one time, like, for another pay per view? NXT UK has got to be like a money laundering front. There's no way they're making money off of it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I never really did trust Triple H. So <laughs> Triple H is out here running a criminal enterprise. <laughs> Reckless speculation. <laughs> no, MLW about to be their money laundering shit. <laughs> that vice um, money. But anyway, um, how could I mention all these uh, mothers in wrestling without mentioning the mother's champion? I think is uh Rebby Hardy. Oh yeah, she's she's a ride die. Who? Matt the Hardy's wife. The mother's champion. She's a mother's champion because she Why? she she just undefeated. I mean, she she let me let me stop. 
Uh, Matt Hardy about to hit you with a twist of fate. He is about to hit me with a twist of fate. Hey, hey, I'm just saying. Look, I'm just saying. Oh, wait, okay, I get it, I get it. Let me just say, let me just say, all right, I'm just going to say they put in a lot of work. They put in a lot of work. That's all I'm saying. They put in a lot of work. Hey, he got like. No blanks. He got. He gets, all I'm saying is they got future trios champions. They got, they about to have a whole future faction in their house. They about to have a whole Hardy faction. The Hardy gets off the road and the real world begins. <laughs> yeah. like a reality TV show. Mm-hmm. I remember they had like, didn't the Hardy Boys used to have like a reality TV show? I remember it was like, I think it was like a YouTube like exclusive. Yeah, yeah. they were the oh, young, the Hardy show. young bucks. That sounds like very YouTube. It was like mid 2000s. Like Hardy, Matt Hardy was like really on like the cutting edge. Like a lot, mm-hmm. a lot of this shit. And he was on MySpace. I remember that. Like he was one of the first wrestlers I really like tapped into on a personal level because I was like, oh shit, like he has his own show. And this, that was one of the first times I saw a wrestler's life outside of the yeah. business. And it was so intriguing to me. I imagine Twitter when Matt Hardy, Edge, and Leah are going through their uh their situation. <laughs> that was messy. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yo, I I saw Lita and Edge, they was at the, the fucking Waffle House. And you know they was getting it on. You, know, you can hear this from me though. So oh. uh, the Twitter tribe had already Matt Hardy would have went on. They would have been arguing on the timeline. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that would have nasty. Who do you think would have gotten over the most? Let's say in like the early two thousands range, if there were social media back then, like uh, just superstar wise. Yeah. Oh man, Eric, I was gonna oh. say Shawn Michaels, but he wasn't pilled up by then. A pilled up ninety Shawn Michaels would have been something <laughs> on social media. I can see that. I think. Oh man, I think The Rock was will be obvious oh, one. Oh yeah, but The Rock. I feel like the same people would have just been bigger. Yeah. Like to be honest, I can't see so cold using social media that much. Oh, well, he actually does. He, he does use social media like a good amount now. Like, I can so, see like Al Snow being know. a random person that could get over really well on social media. Oh, Steve Blackman. <laughs> oh, yeah, Steve Black. Everything's just Steve like, Blackman. everything's just dots. It's just like a bunch of like dots. He doesn't even like say anything. <laughs> yeah, I feel like he'd be really weird on, on Shamrock Twitter. just tweets in all caps. Chris Jericho. I feel like, Chris, I don't know. I, Chris Jericho, I feel like he was uh, sharper <laughs> in the early uh, <laughs> 2000s than what he is now. Instead of the midlife crisis version that we get yeah. with Chris Jericho now. <laughs> So I feel like oh, you went it over. Yeah. They'd they be on Chris Jericho's ass on Twitter now. It'd be kind of funny. That's like, he, there like, was this one time he where he had, like, <laughs> he had tried to do, like, uh, a moonsault or something. I think it was this one time that AEW had came on after an NBA game or, like, right oh, after, like, an NBA this. game. Bro, that shit had me dying all night. People hadn't seen him in 20 years, and they're like, <laughs> what happened to Chris Jericho? <laughs> why he looked like a sack of potatoes. I was like, no. He did not buy himself any goodwill <laughs> over the past year. Yeah. Oh, it's going downhill for Jericho. Oh, we got, we got, we'll get into that. We'll get into a, a, something involved Jericho. <laughs> yeah, because we're, oh, gonna, nice. we're gonna we're definitely gonna dive into them the uh, them blood and guts review. You know, you know what's crazy? Yeah. Y'all be proud of me. I uh, I actually went and I watched the the highlights for that. Ooh, for that. Oh, the highlights. The highlights. <laughs> oh, go to step. Hey, step. it's a step forward. That's a progress. That's progress. Right there. Yeah, it's a step. It's a step. Hey, <laughs> I mean, do y'all want to get into that first, or y'all want y'all want to talk no. about this fire SmackDown first? Because we want to get the blood guts first. 
Yeah, um, we, we, can get in, we can get into it. It's probably the elephant in the room. All right, so yeah, let's talk about it, man. Jericho. Blood and guts happen on Wednesday. You know, uh, usually I only get uh, blood and guts once a month, but I got it another time this week. This. <laughs> but, um, oh my god! But look, man, my um, we can. Do y'all want to talk about just the match or the whole show in general? I mean, there's not much else to happen outside of that. Uh, I thought the I thought Kenny Omega, yeah, it was a good show. I thought the Kenny Omega Orange Cassidy promo it really excited me. Mm-hmm. To potentially see that match and that feud, um, I like the idea of Kenny just downplaying Orange Cassidy as if he's somebody who just does not compete with him at all. To potentially have him, you know, surprising him in the ring and actually putting on a good match, I don't see him winning. Mm-hmm. I would love to see it, but I don't think that's happening. I don't think that's who they're building to putting him over. But just imagine, man, imagine the possibility of you know talking about putting over future stars. What that would do for Orange Cassidy if he were to be the one to actually dethrone Kenny Omega. Do y'all see that? What's the percentage of even that happening? I don't think it's too early at this point. Like, he just won the Impact Championship. Like, yeah. he's he's facing Andrade at, at Triple Mania. Mm-hmm. I can see him dropping it. T- is that for a title? Any of the titles? Um, um, with, with who, Andrade? Andrade. It possibly could be for the Mega Triple, the Mega Championship I, or whatever. That, that's right one now. where I can see him dropping a title. Yeah. Like one of the titles there to Andrade. But the, I can't see uh, Kenny losing this early to Orange Cassidy. And I think... Could you like, see him losing to Orange at all? So. Uh, I can't see him losing to him. I, I, like, I think it's going to be like a really competitive match. Like yeah. Orange Cassidy... Like what they the always best, do. He's one of the best like fire-ups, I think, like mm-hmm. in wrestling. Just because like, his character's like, so chill and like, back then when he like, actually like fires up and like, gets the crowd going. So I think you have like a moment where like... You, you really convince like the crowd that he's gonna win and then hit that one wing angel one two three mm-hmm. yeah I, i'm pretty sure they're building up uh kenny to lose his title probably to hangman page yeah but i, I think too because they they took him out like purposely that brian cage like decisively beat him just because mm-hmm. he was number one in the rankings and they needed to to buy some more time before he challenges kenny for the for the title which i think will happen at um what, what what's the what's the like end of summer? Uh, is it double or nothing? I think double or nothing's like coming up. Like the the one that's coming up. All out. All I out. Think, in... I think it's all out. Okay. I is think, it all? Yeah. yeah. All out is in like August, I think. Right. I'm yeah, like... I think that's like kind of like their. I, I, it's probably like their SummerSlam. That's like their big yeah, show. Pretty like much. Summer double or nothing. All out. Double or nothing. Would you say is their? That's that's their mania, no? Or was that? Did they still do All In, or that was, that was just the first event they ever did? I think All In became, like, All Out, like, once they became uh, okay. AEW, like, officially. So, I guess it's kind of like the media, All Out. Like, that's that's yeah, All Out media, double nothing's kind of like SmackDown. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so All Out last year happened in September. Was that, was, was that where Moxie debuted, like, two years ago? Um, I remember he, like, he came to the crowd. I think that was double or nothing. Double or nothing happens. In oh May. yeah, you're right. That was I think I think you're right. That was where yeah. he had his first match was. So double or nothing's in May. Yeah, that should be like next. Like their big show. All right. So that would make sense. But yeah, man, back to blood and guts. Um, I thought the match itself it was entertaining. I didn't think it was that great. Um, I think I definitely think in NXT the pacing of these matches is like a lot better. I thought that throughout the match, definitely towards the later portion, it was a lot of just like 
guys laying around. They had Jake Hager and Wardlow just like sitting in the middle of the ring, just like laying down together for taking I don't know how long. <laughs> taking a net. See, I thought like the beginning part was like really good until Jericho came in. And then they started just like they got I feel like they're getting too much heat on like Pinnacle. Like they're I feel like they were like kicking their ass like too much. Mm-hmm. Especially like when they had like the uh like MGF and then like Santana took out like the fork and like I was like, why does he just like stab MGF like in the head until he quits? Like because <laughs> he literally had him like restrained. I was like, why why would he just like poke him one time and then and then just walk away? Yeah. I felt like a lot of like it felt like very sloppy t- towards mm-hmm. the end. Yeah, it did seem very like unorganized for the portions in between. It seemed like they had their spots. And then at some point you can see like after everyone's in the ring, they hit this point where like it just like everyone's just like really tired and then they kind of just click and say, all right, let's just hit our final spots. And then everybody just gets up and just starts going through the motions. I think it could have benefited, honestly, for being like 15 minutes shorter. Because I think like once like Jericho gets in and like it's officially like submit or surrender, I think that's when you have to go like full sprint like to, to the finish like everybody's just like hitting all their high spots and stuff like mm-hmm. and like at the peak of the match is when jericho but I, but i feel like the peak happened like before and then it was just like a lull until the end yeah and then they had that that point go ahead dylan how long was like the match in, in total like how long did the match time like? it's like, probably like 40 minutes, minutes. yeah probably yeah. Like 45. that's a long ass time yeah mm-hmm. and so then like, they had the, when they all came out when they had like everybody Finally, enter the match. You, did you see that part where like they separated the ring and then like I they think all um, San- at each other. Ortiz, I yeah. think was or no, was it Santana or, or Ortiz that was on the ground? I think. It was oh yes, it Ortiz, takes, yeah. he's on the wrong he was, side. He's on the wrong side. They over. Just so they could do that spot where they face. Yeah, I was off. like, oh no. <laughs> I was like, that don't make no sense, but okay. <laughs> so I mean, run other back than that, to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Other I than that, they should improvise that to like bring them back over. Like they should have had like some guys like on uh, like Aristarco like come and like pull them back or something like that. And then they should have that spot. <laughs> Did y'all see how like flimsy the cage was looking too? Though it was something built weird about it. I think it was, I think it's just because it wasn't like on the ring. Yeah, it was like outside of the ring. It was like, like, a, it was like, a, it was like a, and it was like yeah, space, it was like, like a space on it. Sammy, Sammy Guevara, he, he probably took the, the most punishment in the match. He started yeah. it off. Like, did you see that, that picture he posted? He's all bruised up. Yeah. And, like, cut up. Like, he, he was bumping his ass off for everybody that match. That's his role in that group, honestly. But I like, I like, like you can always tell who's, like, whose role it is in matches like that very early. Mm-hmm. Like, who they're about to designate to, like, get beat up, <laughs> like, take yeah. off the super oh, crazy spots. The blade job that, like, first. that Dax and uh, MJF did was crazy. Like Dax was like bleeding like like a buckets of blood. Like I didn't mm-hmm. see what happened to him. Yeah, <laughs> no, happened. that's the thing though. I was just about to say that because every time I have like they have these matches, mm-hmm. I'll look down for a second, then I look up and somebody's just fucking leaking blood. I'm like, where did this even? Oh come no, it's from? Cash like, Wheeler. I'm what sorry. was even what Cash was even Wheeler. the spot to bring us to this point? Like, <laughs> I just sometimes that happens. I'm just I'm just so lost. How do you even see when there's like that much blood and shit just like on like on your face and shit? I know. Like, I know. In your it's eyes. Insane. Yeah, it was like, in um who it was in what's the name I and he was just like stumbling for a minute. Yeah, it was like Cash Wheeler. I think it was Cash Wheeler. I don't know who Dex was. To... Yeah, Dex and I, Cash. I still don't know which is which. Know which. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think Dex I just kind of like 
<laughs> Dash Wilder. See, that's, see, that's the thing. Dawson. Like, it kind of sounds. They kind of sound similar, <laughs> like Dax Hardwood and, and like Ka- Dash Wilder. Dax like, and Cash like... and Dash and Scott. <laughs> Dex, the one who used to be named Scott, I think, is now named Dex. Yeah, that's what's corn. That's what's confusing. And the one who was named Dash is now named Cash. Cash. Yeah, yeah. Dip and dap and dip, dip tap for that. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, man, um, I think like visually, visually, I like the look of this cage more than NXT's. I think it looks like it has like a little bit of a higher look to it. It's like a and traditional think, war game. Yeah, like they style. had a ceiling to it, right? Yeah. The, the okay, so yeah, that, no jumps from the top. That was kind of a mistake, though. I mean, I think, you know, they love doing the high spots, so... They should have had that shit open so Sammy could have jumped off the shit, you know, did a little shooting star. I, I think they're trying to. Uh, That's probably why they didn't have it open. <laughs> it was like, yeah, let, let's avoid trying to kill somebody for once. I think they're trying yeah. to like, do like a like uh, have it more in line with like like the traditional like WCW war games. Yeah, like, more like a hell in a cell sense. type structure. But then they ended up outside the the uh, the cage anyway. So yeah, let, let's let's head into that spot because we ended up. At the final two competitors, of course, MJF and Chris Jericho, two bloody men fighting it out on top of the cage. How can it get even? How could it get more dramatic than this? Mm-hmm. They got them, you know, going back and forth. I forget what exactly what happens. I think MJF locks in the salt of the earth. That's what it's called. His little submission. I hate that submission too. By the way, just, right, it's like it's arm breaker. It's, it? it's just boring. Yeah, but eventually, Jericho. Wait, he hit well. He hit him with a low blow. I think I hit him with a low. He hit, he, he had him in like the walls of Jericho, and okay. then like to get out of it, he like low blow him like that, like set up like the the spot. Right? Yeah, so he was about to. He threatens to throw Jericho off the cage, and then forces the inner circle to quit unless, or I mean, yeah, he forces them to quit, or else he'll throw Jericho off. They oblige, and then uh, the inner. I mean, the pinnacle wins. And then MGF just does what a heel would do and tosses Jericho off anyway. And then we're like, no, you see Jericho falling. Boom, boom. And then boom, the most craziest, dramatic, devastating crash you've ever seen in wrestling. Onto a Tempur-Pedi mattress. On some, <laughs> yep. <laughs> on a sleep number. <laughs> on a sleep number. With some fucking cardboard, you know them drones you be using. Oh for like my god! Science, why did they? The why did they experiment? Pay, I think that made it worse. <laughs> that they you remember in like middle school <laughs> when you had to do the science project? Oh yeah, cardboard boxes, nigga. Oh yeah, yeah. that's what Jericho fell on. And um, I mean, <laughs> when I first watched it, I wasn't really nitpicking it like that. I was like, you know what? Like, what do we expect? But watching that shit back, I was like, damn, that shit really do look like ass. Like. It's the. I think it's got to be a way to shoot it where you don't yeah, see it. You like, got to hit that low. You got to hit that low angle. You know, like what the WWE that was a does. Terrible is angle. They like surround it. Angle. They surround it with like a box usually, and it's usually off stage. It's usually not the stage that they're trying to throw somebody through. You know what I mean? And the way they, they sold it too, like it was. I I, I think it was a Excalibur, Excalibur or Toshibani. They're saying like, oh, that's concrete, and like you can clearly see as it. not concrete. He fell through. He did not fall through concrete stage. They should have had it to where he actually like <laughs> fell through something. It wasn't him just like laying on top. Like, yeah, he shouldn't have been able to see yeah, him on he went straight through. He like, should have just went through. Yeah. 
or they should have just like had a diff- way different angle where we didn't see the top view of him just sitting on the damn cushion. Because also, like you see Jericho like pretending to sell, but then you see him like like moving his head, like I guess opening his eyes and blinking. No, Adi, like, I saw that. I was like, have, he should have just <laughs> he should have just laid and played dead, honestly. Because if you fall off that and you're supposed to really fall through the like the stage, you're supposed yeah. to just be out and just going. But, he should have had Eddie Kingston level looking. commitment to that. <laughs> like when Eddie Kingston mm-hmm. pretended like he was dead when the sparklers went off. <laughs> so this is the second time, man. I mean, we got to bring it up. It's the second time where they build up, you know, this match that's going to be so crazy. It's going to be violent. It's going to be war. It's going to be blood. It's going to be guts. It's going to be murder. And all that was delivered until... All that was delivered until the, last, the, last, five, the, last, the last five. The last five. It's something going yeah. on in that production where it's like it is y'all gotta it figure is. it out because y'all making it y'all devaluing the work that y'all like performers are putting in to like actually sell this match. The match wasn't bad. I don't think it was a terrible match. I, I said it was kind of slow, but like that. What do you expect? It's a fucking war games match. Yeah, I wasn't it's, it's, my it's, expectations it's not were not supposed that to be high. Like pretty. So yeah, like for the match itself, it, it met my expectations. I, I mean, it wasn't bad. I, I would rate it like a seven out of ten or something like that. But. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just that last spot, man. It's like, come on. Like, you're supposed to you're supposed to run it home. You're supposed to sell it. And the actual, I think the only way it's kind of safe for me is just because the idea of the spot itself is like, yeah, it was good. hypothetically, it's like, okay, yeah, that is kind of crazy. Threw him off the cell into the stage. I thought that was like a pretty dope visual just in itself. But then the final crash and just seeing that fucking sheet just go up in the air like a piece of paper. I was like, oh, God. No, you can't like, that's kind of like, what, like it's kind of the difference between probably being like as established or like professional like WWE wise like with production and like mm-hmm. video and all that shit and like AEW being like so brand new that mm-hmm. they may not think about like things as production and like camera angles as much mm-hmm. like granted WWE sucks at camera angles as well like all those yeah. camera cuts are pretty, yeah, Kevin pretty Dunn, bad that's but, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah but like with spots like it's kind of bad if like Especially if you name it or dub it something like Blood and Guts or like you have a like something building up to that and the cardboard is literally clearly cardboard. It's like damn mm-hmm. like, the crap. Like y'all I didn't run need... y'all didn't run this through practice not once and just look at it and look at this shit and see that it looks terrible. On that note, I yeah. think we need to have like two questions before you do a spot like that. Like one, can you do it safely? And mm-hmm. two, does it look cool? And if you can't yeah. answer like either of those, or either if both of those aren't yes, then like don't do it. Yeah, like, exactly. Come with something different. Like, because people are saying like, oh, what do you want Jericho to fall through like onto like an actual like concrete stage? Like, no, this this a middle. No, ground. but I don't want to see. <laughs> I don't want to see that he fell on a cushion though. Like, yeah, exactly. this is like a middle yeah. ground. There's an easy way you can work around that. <laughs> so, like, if it looks shitty, it looks shitty. Like, you can't really mm-hmm. say. Oh, but you know, clearly nobody wants him to get hurt. I mean, okay, I mean, yeah, I mean clearly nobody wants him to. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. I mean, <laughs> don't speak for everybody. So I'm a drago. <laughs> if he dies, he dies. If he dies. Hey. Yeah, oh, they just got to be more shit. careful, and they set themselves up more with like the names they be given to. <laughs> People expect like so much. Exploding barbed wire death match. Explosions. And C4. the thing was. The thing was too, yeah. like they already yeah. accomplished their goal with the uh with the Barbara death match too. Like they actually had like a brutal, brutal match, like mm-hmm. he beat the clock, so like, oh, the match is over. But so y'all have think to do, that. do you think that they pulled this trigger too soon on such a match where they just mm-hmm. did some like kind of a gimmick too, like so soon ago, like the last 
pay-per-view event we just saw that exploding bar bar thing you think it was just too soon for them to go forward with this i think i think it was a good because you saw it like a pop like a huge rating like ew's like number one on like cable for Mm -hmm. their night like the first time in their history so i think it like it worked for what they were trying to do and it made sense with like inner circle in the pinnacle right in their feud that they would have this match so i think i think those are two like separate things what are you gonna say Dylan? I don't know. I was just gonna say, like, I think they should just be like more, more thoughtful about like what their like spots are gonna look like. Just the How overall gonna, like, yeah. translate. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Cause I, I, I like, like I always give them props for. I like that they try things. You know, like mm-hmm. even if, even if it turns out bad, at least they like went for it. Yeah, that, that yeah. that's a good point. Cause mm-hmm. like we'll probably get to this. In a, in a raw segment, but like it just feels like they don't, they don't, they're not trying anything. Like on raw, it's well, raw, like yep. the motions. I would rather, yeah. I would rather you try something oh, yeah, to fail yeah. than to just play it safe and give me. And nothing. what they do try is the Firefly Funhouse bullshit, <laughs> Alexa yeah. and Bray. That's the oh, only God. like innovative oh. stuff they try to do. God. Give me, a, it's give like me they only raw. try things that no one wants to see. <laughs> yeah. Bro, <laughs> yeah. raw underground. How can I forget? Raw underground for those. For those like three or four weeks that they had that, you know what's crazy? By the time they ended it, I I, I was kind of like, I was sad because I, I thought like the hurt business was gonna like oh, take yeah. over the club. Like, that that's was, what that I thought they their... were building. They, they had something cool there. there. They, you're right. They did have something cool there with the hurt business. Like MVP came in and it was just like we're taking this over. And then they had like Lashley and Cedric and all that. It's like beat the shit out of everybody. Like that was. Oh. It was like, no, oh, we, we should have never gave y'all niggas the clubs. And y'all, y'all too popping. We got to take this shit away. Yeah. Oh, like, no, yeah, they was too, they would have been too hot. They like was fucking coming in with suits. They had Lassie with the title and the nigga owns a fucking underground fight club. Like, come on. This, yeah, this, yeah, this that is the that really strongest nigga in all of wrestling right now. They haven't made it. Yeah. They didn't make it to the crowds either. Like the Hurt Business, like they were never in front of a crowd. And that's like Ooh. that's a huge shame. Like, think imagine they started like pandemic era with no crowd, and then they ended before the right before the crowds came back. Imagine if Lashley like starts. He like him and MVP revitalize. Uh, overall underground, he starts like defending the title. So, like, <laughs> top person there. That'd oh man! And Brock Lesnar comes in. Mm. But who knows? Bobby might not even walk out with the title at WrestleMania Black Ass. But well, we will preview that. <laughs> we will preview that next week. Preview that next week. Um, we mentioned Raw. I don't want to get into it quite yet because we did have a very, very, very great episode of SmackDown this week. Yes, you did. That definitely deserves more attention than uh Monday Night Raw. So, hey, I mean, let's let's get right into it. SmackDown started out with the Tribal Chief coming out his new his new royal theme song. Came out with his uh his usual platoon of uh. Jay Uso and Paul Heyman came down, and then what do we get? Surprise return of Uso. Uso comes out. Where do we go from here? Basically, this is whole thing going on with the bloodline, man. I was hyped to see them all back, mm-hmm. and I'm glad they're not ignoring everything that happened in the past. Because at first he came out, he was just kind of all buddy buddy with them. But then Jimmy reminded Roman quickly, like, yo, I ain't no bitch. You're not about to just be talking to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I love, love, love Yo, that shit. I, love I was that like, scene. oh, 
Oh, I was like, and look on Rogan's face when he said that to him too. Like Rogan's oh, on another level right now. Now, now, well, you know what's crazy about this is so when Jace first started doing his solo run, you know, everybody's kind of on the fence. Like, I mean, I know me personally, I was kind of like, I'm interested. I'm interested to see like what he's gonna do with this shot. But having Jimmy come back now, I really think he more than his brother has the potential to be like a huge single star. And especially considering just all the work he's been putting in, not necessarily behind the scenes, but like, you know, he was like the longest running. He had this record for like the longest running, like without injury or something like that. Like he went on the longest span of matches in history, I think, throughout the whole company, like without getting hurt, like before his injury or something like that. Y'all remember that? I remember hearing something. Yeah, it was like something. That. It's some some kind of statistic like that. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, yeah. if it's anybody that deserves like a singles push, I think Jimmy, the Jimmy is the way to go. Like, and just like yeah. just off of this, him rivaling Roman, I really want to see that now too. He's very yeah. I don't I don't want to see them aligned yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I kind of like I, I could see them like uh, I, I'm very interested to see like what they do next week because you saw him like hold back. Uh, Hold back Jay when Roman was getting like beat down by Cesaro. Mm-hmm. He held him back for a second and he wasn't going to do anything until Cesaro started getting like the better of, yeah. of Jay, too. Of like, Jay. so you see, he's he's riding for Jay more than Roman. Mm-hmm. Like, that's that's why he, I think that's only, the only reason why he would join like Roman just to like look out just for to Jay. Just to Jay, you're right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think, think I, I think that's what's going to happen. I think like that's kind of what makes sense. Mm-hmm. He's not really going to be in it for like Roman. Because Roma's not really going to boss him. Well, inadvertently, probably. But yeah. I feel like it's only going to affect Jimmy because of Jay. Yeah. It's going to be, I see it kind of being a tug of war between the two. Because you saw, J- like, Jimmy saying, you know, let's get back on our tag team grind. Like, you over here just deking for Roman, just like being his right hand band. But, like, we could have our own thing going. What if we was tag champs and he was Universal champ? Like, you know, so I think it's going to be sort of a tug of war between Jay. Like, Roman's going to be trying to have Jay focus more on him, you know, protecting him. Jimmy's going to be like, you know, yeah, let's start doing person. tag thing. Yeah, be your own person. I think eventually they are going to get the tag titles, but it's going to be that weird dynamic between the two where it's like they're kind of trying to share Jay, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. support their own cause. Like, Roman's going to be like, tag team. Tag team. <laughs> what do you mean, tag team? <laughs> like, he ready get your ass. This shit ain't even that gold. Look at that silver. <laughs> Come out here with nickels. That I like that Roman. Title. I like that Roman was like, he's like, we got a good operation going here. <laughs> when like Jimmy came, when he talked to Jimmy, I was like, well, I was like, do you know? Like <laughs> he does. This thing gets every every week. No, Roman <laughs> has him. a good operation. Yeah, I was like, you got a good operation going on. This thing, hey, Jimmy gets getting super kicked and fucking uppercuts every week. Hey, Andre the Giant Memorial uh, Royal winner. Uh, Jay, you said, hey, where hey, is that, that ever? Going? I, yo, I, it's been like three weeks. I forgot that shit happened. That's crazy. That, that was when he acknowledged him. He acknowledged Jay for the first time. When he, when nah, he, yeah. he gave that nigga a head nod. He gave him a head nod. And then proceeded to hold up his title and, and make them play his music. <laughs> yeah, I hate that those battle royals mean absolutely nothing. I like, wish he got like a title shot or something, like an intercontinental championship, like title yeah. shot. Like I hate that a lot of things mean nothing in this in this world of WWE. Like um, they could be used so much, like so many things could be used effectively like that. Like Mm-hmm. Like can you imagine every year, like oh, like the the winner gets like a like a championship match or like backlash or something. Like you you sign something to that, like it would just make the shows a lot better. Yeah, he could have got just a he could have got an intercontinental title match or something. God damn. Yeah. 
I guess yeah, that's a crowded on a picture. On SmackDown, like come on, that's a crowded picture though. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, but yeah, we can dive a little bit more into SmackDown. Uh, Cesaro, Cesaro, mm-hmm. how do y'all how do y'all grade Cesaro so far? You know, we three weeks into this main event run, I'm always the one criticizing Cesaro out of the group. On, on the mic, he, he's still he's still a little shaky, but like yeah. when he does like any physical stuff, like he comes mm-hmm. across like a star. Exactly. And, 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 like, yeah. That's what you gotta showcase him. Like that's that's his strength. Yeah. Like that's... when he came out at the end, just uppercutting uh the whole family basically, like he looked like a badass. When he started turning yeah. exactly when he started turning up, that's when I get hyped. Like when I was when I was texting y'all like at the start of the show, I was watching late, I was like, hey, guesses are off the fucking mic, bro. And then Seth came through and saved us. I was like, oh, thank God. I literally started cheering. I was like, yes, somebody shut this nigga the fuck up. And then Yo, that... later on, when he came back out, he just gave him, a, gave him uppercuts and shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah. That's what I like to see. That neutralizer and Seth, like, I've never seen them, like, transition into, into that. Like, we did, he like, kind of, like, flipped into it. Yeah. Like, that that was sick. Because that's not really a move you can, like, hit, like, out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, as you saw, like, he kind of, he kind of, like, Hit like a few like sloppy ones on uh on on Jay and Roman towards the end because yeah. he's like trying to hit them fast, but like the the one he did on Seth was really good. You know, it's funny that she that she just said that because this is totally like off topic, but like you know how in like two uh, K games they be having like that catch and finisher shit. Yeah. And like some of the finishers they be having on it be looking so dumb because it's like you can't really, <laughs> you can't really do the move like that. <laughs> you be like catching into a freaking power bomb and the dude is like <laughs> on the ground. It's like cross body. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay. So it works um, out one way or another. But I think I t- I texted this to y'all, but Cesaro got the best sharpshooter in the game, like hands down. Oh yeah, he I does. Think. Don't let her hear that. But yeah, like when he, when he locked that shit up, it looked it just like it's it's something about like the way he like sits on it and like his knees, like his leg length. It's something, so something about, about the way he just, sits on it. Wow. Yeah, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, shit. oh shit. <laughs> we gotta delete this episode. <laughs> but look, it's something about just how he lock it in, like it just looked like you're not getting out this shit. Like you're not getting out. Uh, I, I forgot. I, I forgot that he had that team with Tyson Kidd too. So that probably helped him too. Like Tyson Kidd. Whoa, that was so long ago. That, that, that was a great tag team too. That was that Tyson guy that got injured. He's producing some great matches though. He does he's a great producer? Oh man, he was so good, especially when, when he went up to NXT. I wonder if he like, produces Cesaro. Oh matches. man, that run was awesome. You can tell what's a Tyson Kidd production. I think he's, he's mostly like the women matches. Like, yeah, that's what I heard. Too. The women's matches. Yeah, I always thought it was like one, like when you get like those tech savvy, like fast paced kind of matches. I always thought that was like his work too. That could also be yeah, that could be it. Possible. Man, we got two producers who are like you think like what could have been with like Tyson Kidd and Jason Jordan mm-hmm. with like their in ring careers. Like Jason Jordan was just like. I have to keep on like the cusp of like breaking through with like that I do hurting too. the sun. Yeah. Like the, he's finally I really like, wanted to like, see what I, was like, I was at that show when he got hurt. It was in Philly. Oh, it was? Did you see? He, what was it on? It was like with him, Seth in a tag match, I think against, damn, who was the tag champs at that, at that point? They were the tag champs. They were yeah. defending it against oh. somebody. I want to say, no, it wasn't Kevin Owens, it's Sammy. It was, I forget shit. 
But I just remember, might have been a revival. It could have been. I just remember it was like he was just like sitting on the steps for like the longest of time, and everybody's like, "What the fuck is going on with him?" Oh, the match man. just ended up being weird, and it was just like it was like pretty much just a handicap match. And uh, yeah, I think that was the last we saw of Jason Jordan. Damn, I think. I hope I hope you get like, like I don't know. I I guess I guess I hope you have like a, like a comeback like Edge did, but I don't know the extent of his of his neck injury or if he even wants to come back to the ring. Yeah, I mean he's point. in a solid yeah. spot now. You Probably like what could've what's, been. Do I need to? It's not like Kurt yeah. Angle's there anymore. Yeah, we talked about <laughs> what could have been, but like maybe this is just the spot that was meant for them, you know. Yeah, but, American Alpha was such a good tag team too. Yeah. I really hope that like eventually Chad Gable is like built up and then like they they bring in Jason Jordan as like a, a, a authority figure, I guess, or a manager oh, or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we see something with them, that'd be cool. That's they have still like untapped potential with, with Chad Gable. Like yeah, they do. I think he I think I feel like they don't like tap I think like he's like a, a good personality that they don't like tap into. I think it's short. It is, but he's an Olympian. He's like a legitimate, mm-hmm. like Olympic like wrestler. Like he has yeah. like credibility, even if he's like short. I believe they'll give him time. The uh, he's still very young, but in due time he'll get it. Dang, I was about to say one thing. I was about to say something about shit. Was it oh about yeah, why? How come they don't? No, I was uh, back to Jason Jordan. How come they don't use him in an on-screen role similar to like Adam Pierce? You know, I think that would be kind of oh, cool. like authority figure, yeah, like he, <laughs> the he unknown has, authority figure. He definitely has like more character than Adam Pierce, and Adam Pierce just fucking let everybody do whatever they want. At Teddy Long this week, yo, on, Teddy Long. Oh, I love, <laughs> I love like, so um, <laughs> I love the uh, the jokes they threw him about like him. Well, first he did book a tag team match, so you know that yeah. was, you know he was. <laughs> He was not letting the light the night go past without that happening. But then when he was like, "You gonna have a," when he was with Sammy, he was like, "You gonna have a one on one match with the Undertaker player." Undertaker. <laughs> he was like, "What? The Undertaker's not here." <laughs> and then he's like, "You gonna be teaming with King Booker?" He's like, "You mean King Corbin?" <laughs> he's like, "Oh, speaking of King Corbin, why did he get the win? Like, yeah, why did he I have was so confused over, over, I was over mad, Nakamura bro. too. Over Nakamura. I was like, not that fucking kick ass." performance just to have this dude losing to king corbin like a month later yeah oh who in the back is telling them that we like that corbin is the guy for them to be putting on this because i think people hate him but like they don't understand like i don't i don't hate him it's not we don't hate him in any way we don't want to to watch him (laughs) yeah it's not like i just don't want to watch him i don't want him on my screen (laughs) i don't know i think i think corbin has talent though i like I, I, I give him credit for being a good heel, but like I think his, he's very average. His expressions are very <laughs> like like luster sometimes, but he's definitely he's definitely improved over the years. So like, I think he's I think he's serviceable and average, mm-hmm. but they push him above <laughs> what what he, he should be. Yeah. But the fact the fact that he gets that hate from fans that just like natural heat, I, that's something I appreciate about him too. Just the fact that he's a rare case nowadays where it's like a raw like an actual heel that people hate because people just like the cheer for the heels too much you know what i mean i think Roman Reigns reigns has like been so good that people are like booing him like out of respect yes yeah, people give my respect yeah like, that's, that's like rare though no, that's you a different level like, work that's so, even yeah you have to be more a different, different, different level. level that's even more different. Yeah. that's why i think he's at the highest level like yeah, he, in, yeah. <laughs> in wrestling today right now because like yeah. people people like still boo him just because like they understand yeah. the character's awesome but like it's more fun to boo him 
<laughs> yeah, it's kind of like when when Daniel Bryan went heel. It was like, damn, your character is so good. I want to share for you, but like, I know you want us to hate you, so we'll boo. So. Yeah, he's gonna play. Like, I think wrestling's better. Like sometimes when like you just kind of play along, like depending on the character. If the character is good enough, like just play along with like what the intention is, so you can mm-hmm. keep that character like the way it is. Like the the like the like when Daniel Bryan was the Planet Champion. Like that's another example of a character where like. He's playing the hell of that character, but like everybody still booed him. Anyway. Yeah, even though technically that character was right about like everything. Yeah. yeah I think it's it hilarious that they had a dude trying to save the earth as like mm-hmm. the top bad guy. <laughs> they even did that with like CM Punk back in the day when he was straight edge and he was like, all of you are wasting your lives drinking and smoking and killing yourselves. And everybody's like, boo. <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, it's like fuck like, you. We want to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. I want a beer. But a hey, um, feud. Oh man, I remember that. I almost cried when he re- when he retired him. I remember that. Oh, do you remember when he when he, came when he left? The face paint? The, the oh yeah, afterwards yeah. I hated him so much. <laughs> so um, this editions of this edition of Friday Night SmackDown did uh give it get a little bump in the ratings. It drew an average of two point six million viewers, which is up from last week's average or just the average of one point nine two. Um, which is expected. This, like I said, this episode was undoubtedly one of like the best episodes. Recently. Oh wait, one more thing from SmackDown. Yeah, go ahead. about uh, Bianca Belair and Bailey's feud. What do you think about that? They haven't been given like too much mm-hmm. uh, screen time, but I think they've been like doing like making like the best out yeah. of what they've been giving. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I don't need I, I don't need much build up for that match because I know the two women that are in it, and I know they're going to put on a hell of a show. I think that also this being WrestleMania backlash is kind of throwaway anyway. So it's like. Who really cares? Yeah. I do. I. I mean, I enjoyed just their interaction alone. I like. I like seeing I Bailey like funny. try to try to get one up leg. on Bianca. Yeah. But it was just like double up. legger, and the Bianca just like kind of yeah. just like stood her ground, just like tossed her. <laughs> yeah, but dog. Every time I see Bianca, like it blows my mind how much of a fucking stud she is. Like she, yeah, she is like she's <laughs> going to be like I am willing to put my entire like soul into saying she's going to be the greatest woman of all time. Like the woman's wrestler of all time, even even better than Sasha. Even, even better than Sasha. She's she's fucking fantastic. I don't even know. I can't even like put enough emphasis. She, on she's it. only like, gonna get better. Like yeah, yes, she that's is. what I'm. That's the part about it too. She that's like, like what blows my mind. Like like, a, like how young she is, and just everything she puts into her character. Like they let her. You can tell they don't write shit. They don't write shit for her. Yeah, they she can't. Talks like how they she can't, like they can't. She talks regularly. Yeah, she's thirty two years old. She just got her first title win, just came off a, a win at Mania, won the Royal Rumble. Every time she's out, she has the spectacular entrance, the appear like she does her own she does her own clothing. She does okay. Yeah. She markets herself very, she's, very well. She's what like, they want Charlotte to well. be. I think yeah. that's what she she's what they want like Charlotte Flair to yes, be. Yes, she's like a natural, yeah. but she's a natural born like Charlotte. That's the thing. Like she's Charlotte without having the namesake. Like she built yeah. towards all this shit. Never but she's that yeah. she's the athlete that they built up like Charlotte to be like Charlotte and Charlotte's like a great athlete, but like mm. not anywhere close to the level of of Bianca. Bianca. Theoretically, yeah. it's kind of a deep when you look at Charlotte versus Bianca. All right, look, let's break it down. Let's break it down on a societal, you know, racial kind of level. Look, look at it like this: Charlotte is a blonde-headed white woman, mm-hmm. comes from a place of privilege. Many could argue she's in a position that she's in due to her lineage you know due to her family members her father bianca 
somebody who had to start from the bottom, work her way to the top, was an athlete, power lifter, um, track star. Discovered her CrossFit Games. She got, yeah, got discovered, came up on this meteoric rise, and now look at her in the same echelon as Charlotte. I just think that that's a cool little, like, polar opposite they got going on. Whenever we build to that match, that's going to be interesting. You can tell she, like, studies, because, like, she did, she like, she didn't come to this, like, a wrestling fan. Like, she really didn't, like, know, like, too much wrestling, but you could tell she, like, put in, like, the work, like, not only in the ring, but, like, studying, like, tape and everything, and, like, her, like, mannerisms and everything. Like, Mm -hmm. you can tell she put in, like, a ton of work to, for this. Like, she doesn't just, like, go off, like, natural ability. I, yeah, I think that's what, what I appreciate most. Like, I feel like a lot of people kind of overlook that a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like, if you see, like, her her social media and stuff, like, she markets herself. Like, she markets the crap out of herself, and that's, like, super smart. Like, she kind of knows, like, what she's doing. And I think that's what also they probably love about her. Yeah. And then, like, her, like, Montez Ford, too. Like, he's going to be – I think Montez Ford, like, I was just about to ask that. Break out I was just about to ask you how y'all think her rise will – inevitably affect his push in a singles career or if they'll ever have them interact in a way where they're both on top or something i could see it i want them yeah hypothetically definitely. i want yeah, them to be the be, king and queens i want them to be the jay-z and beyonce to wwe basically that's what i want them to be that's how i, see I can it. see them trying to mimic that in like the future that'd be great like that and i want angelo to still i want angelo to still rock with them i don't want them yeah. to split yeah i never like, want them to break up I want yeah i want them to be on some like new day type Type shit. But we'll see. I definitely, see, I definitely see Montez being like a main event player, though. I think that's just such a difference between like Raw and SmackDown. There's like so many people on SmackDown I that know, like you have like stories and like upward like trajectories and like you can oh. see them in like different like storylines and stuff. Like they built up like like a, a pretty well-rounded show, but like on Raw, there's just like nothing it's going cool. on. <laughs> As a fan, like it's so it's so satisfying just to have like a show that's just like seamless and it just like you you clearly see like a storyline actually building to something you get a payoff like it's is uh, like as much credit as i can give to smackdown in the world like that that show really just like really pleased me this week i thought it was great they need somebody to like anchor the show but they had the hurt business to anchor the show but they like broke that up like that could have been like the anchor raw is just like Ooh, oh my god. Raw's gotten like significantly worse since the her business is broken up. Like mm-hmm. significantly. Mm-hmm. Like it was bad before that. Don't get me wrong, but it's just been like noticeably a lot worse since since that. All right, let's go. It's time. Raw rundown. Let's do it. <laughs> okay. It's time for the raw rundown. <laughs> Here we go. Drew McIntyre laid right. out Lashley and Strowman. I'm reading this from CBSSports.com. We just gonna do a quick this, like, Let's see if we can limit this to five minutes. Let's try. Let's see if we can limit it. Cause look, Bobby Lashley defeated Braun Strowman via pen. He speared the shit out of him. Why am I supposed to believe Braun Strowman can beat Bobby or any of these niggas? I feel like they've been um, watching him, like Drew and, and yeah, they have. It's like why is he even in this feud? Their... Why is he even in this feud? Um, but I mean. As far as like this build up for this match, I mean, I already told you, I think the match itself should be pretty good. Do y'all see? I don't know. We can say that for our predictions, but for me, I think this is a setup for McIntyre to go over Braun, take the title without Bobby losing. 
Nah, oh, that's, no, that's, no, that's no. Cool. You can't take. You have no. Bobby Retain at WrestleMania. You're like you're, you're setting up a long title run <laughs> with him. So y'all think that's set in stone? Don't pull the sheet over our eyes, Vince. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. Because yeah, I, I try to convince y'all. Then next week on my predictions, Yo, I'm gonna be like Bobby. <laughs> you were the only one that Bobby went Bobby, dead. and now you're against Bobby at WrestleMania. All right, well now it's different. It's culture, different, man. It's two. Now he's facing two white men, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> But bringing that Scott Steiner man, he's fucking is one. You got me. I'm one black. Uh, yeah, yeah, I want, I want Scott Steiner. Uh, I want Scott Steiner explain systematic racism. <laughs> Yo, like, yeah, have Scott Steiner explain the systematic racism in like in the match between a triple threat match between a black man and two white men, and what's the percentage of black men is gonna win? Is they got the Jim Crow laws? You take. You take me in the match, I'm one man, and there's other two, so I'm 33%. It's a 33% chance that I could win. But considering the fact that I'm a black man, that takes away 50% of my chance. Therefore, I only have a 17.9, a 17.6% chance that I'm going to win. Or some shit. Oh, man. But look, uh, whatever happens at Red Hood Mania, black ass, will happen. Um, what else happened on Raw? That's, that's literally what the fucking article says it goes through the first thing which says McIntyre lays out Strowman then it goes to the next thing what else happened on Raw and then (laughs) that's like two it's just bullet points Raw tag team championship match AJ Styles oh yeah they they basically did the same match they did at Wrestlemania oh how about this one Uh, Vignette aired to announce Eva Marie coming back are y'all excited oh yeah uh, Eva Marie a little little hot in the pants no 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 well I'm wondering like who uh, is Eva Marie has she been training these last six or five? I years don't think so. <laughs> She's gonna be just as shitty. She probably has been okay. being an IG. Uh, I mean, she could have. She's gonna be she... as equal to or worse than Lana. I think Lana probably surpassed her at this point just because she's been mm-hmm. like putting work in. Uh, like Eva, like the thing with Eva Marie, she brings nothing to the table. Like yeah. she, she brings like a she good something like, to the table. She didn't really have a good character. Well, she did have that one where she was like showing up, but that would have been like. That would have burnt out within like a few like months. Like that was not a long term character. I feel like if she, I feel like if she would have stayed like when they were building up to that, maybe she would have went somewhere. But like, I don't know. She kind of left, and I don't think people care as much anymore as they think that people. And she's do. like she's not really good on the mic, like, and she she's not a very like charismatic like person. Mm-hmm. And I heard she so mega. Like, I heard she mega. Oh yeah, you yeah, can't oh, yeah. can't forget that. Can't forget, can't forget that. that. They love hiring the megas. Yeah, they did. They got Jackson Riker out here his, in like his, his favorite wrestler, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Mega faction. The least surprising. The least surprising. Yeah. One step away from getting that QAnon faction, like you said, Jack. Oh, NXT. Oh, I was yeah, like, they... who asked him? This? Honestly, <laughs> why is even Marie on fucking Raw? I mean, why, why, why would she go to NXT? All red, everything. Oh, what is yeah. she gonna oh. do on NXT? <laughs> like, right, right. She has been a red brand. All right, that that makes sense. Okay. Oh yeah, that does kind of make sense. All yeah, right. what she? Yeah, I'm gonna see Eva Marie versus Raquel uh, Gonzalez. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah, it would be pretty. Oh, pretty yeah, high. that women's division is actually strong as shit. So yeah, yeah, that's not. They would be setting her up for like. You think she's for... gonna? Be, she get the level of like Indy Hartwell and Candice LeRae versus Shotzi and Ember Moon? She think she that stuff? <laughs> she can't compete with the worst on that brand. I can't even tell you who's the worst woman on Aaliyah. That. Yeah, she can't even compete with Aaliyah. Aaliyah's nice. I mean, she's been there. 
Leave well, been there, there for like ten years. I wouldn't be surprised. She's a ring veteran. Nice. She know all the yeah. she know all the techniques. I don't know. She's probably actually like pretty pretty good. Like she has yeah. to be. She's been in the performance like, center for like. Yeah. She's, at, she's on like Angela Dawkins deal when he was like in the got the street profits. <laughs> I want them to find a spot for her. I mean, honestly, I think um she's in the Robert Stone brand thing, right? Yeah. That's a gimmick yeah. I feel like could work on the main roster. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah, I feel like they work. Yeah, I feel they can bring that to the main roster better than yeah. uh than NXT. That's why I kind of hate. Yeah, that's why I kind of hate that they like hoard everything on NXT. I'm like, if they see something that doesn't really have the time to work on NXT, like, why don't they just try it out on the main roster? Maybe LA it's, like, Knight. more complicated than I'm saying. But. Mm-hmm. Oh, LA Knight would probably get on Raw, but, like, I don't want to see him get ruined <laughs> yet. Yeah. They need to, like, give him some kind of credibility before. I don't know if he'd be um, able to cut, like, the promos that he cuts, too. Like, that he's kind of been cutting on NXT, where it seems like he's kind of just, like, going, like, off the cuff, like, during his, like, entrance. Mm-hmm. Wait, is this the right week I'm looking at? For <laughs> I'm so uh, you don't even know. Oh, no, this is not the right week. week. <laughs> it could be any week because it's the same shit every week. Yeah, I was about to say, if we're talking about Raw, that's no, pretty because you could be talking about any episode of Raw. No, looking at the I, I was looking week. at NXT because I wanted to talk about NXT, but let's fuck it. Let's get Raw at the paint real quick because I don't I don't want to spend time. Did anything happen? Like, go like, um, I'm just happen? I'm just skipping through. Charlotte Flair defeated Dana Brooke via submission. We don't care. Sheamus defeated Mansoor. Mons- See, this oh, yeah. I know I don't Mansoor. watch the match. Mansoor. I hated that. Apparently, he had a 50 match win streak on main event, but they, they ended it. Ended it. Yeah. I hate when they do. I hate. I hated that. I hate when they do stuff. What? On what? It's like, then he had a oh, 50 yeah. match on what? streak. Oh, on. My show doesn't exist. Does it exist <laughs> on main event? <laughs> Let's talk about main event for a bit because I actually want to talk about that. Um, right, as many hold on, we'll talk about main event after after I run through this. Fuck raw, like hold up. Damian Priest defeated John Morrison, pinfall. Who cares? Go Damian Priest. Lucha House Party defeated Cedric and Shelton. These niggas getting beat by Lucha House Party. Oh, you know what's crazy? Cedric kind of got on Shelton's ass. Oh, oh he did. God. Oh, I do remember that. That did happen. So now, they, so now they broke them up. Completely. They broke up. Oh, okay, so that's dumb. This, this better lead to like Shelton Benjamin Cedric going. Like, this better lead to Cedric going to NXT. It's gonna lead to like, it's gonna lead to both of them on main event and singles matches. Let's be honest here. <laughs> no, nah, they they do my man Shelton Benjamin dirty. I don't like that. They do a Shelton versus Bobby. A Shelton versus Bobby program would be something I would like. Yeah, if that's not where this is leading, then throw it all. Oh, please send Shelton SmackDown. We gotta talk about the next thing. Hold up, we're all we're all actually asking stuff happen. All right, because I forgot this happened, bro. I forgot this happened. Angel Garza. Oh, oh no. <laughs> no. That's all I have to say. Angel asshole Garza. <laughs> threatened Drew Gulak backstage <laughs> to put a rose up his ass. This He's nigga a man did of his it. Word. A man of his man word. Man of his motherfucking word. Yeah. Drew Gulak in what was pretty much a squash match. Let's talk about that. I know you love Drew Gulak. I do love Drew Gulak. Philly native. Philly guy. Philly guy. Oh, now, how we, no, we don't let that shit fly in Philly, bro. You stick a rose on my ass, you gonna get clapped. Yo, I wanna hear, I wanna <laughs> W20, I want like a W like chronicle of this giving Andrew Garza direction of what to do. 
during that segment. This seems like such a Vince Bruce Pritchard thing that they just. I want to hear them. No I want to hear them direct Andrew Garza in the segment. Like you gotta shove it up his ass. <laughs> Yo, all right. Think about this though. This is pretty much a 2021 version of Carlito spitting in people's face with the apple. Now he got put roses up in his asses. It's got to be like harassment or something. It's got to be some type of assault charge. That's what I was saying. Yeah, I'm like, this is definitely like was, Honestly, honestly <laughs> like, it was, a, it was such <laughs> a weird spot that, like, even my girlfriend looked up and was like, what the fuck is going on in the show? He's going like, to jail. He's got to go to jail for this. Intergarza is getting arrested. Like, no, it was actually kind of bothering me. I was like, all right, that's kind of like that's kind of like a little personal. Like he just, he just assaulted his coworker. He assaulted him. What's the what's the HR what's the HR like department like in this company? Because honestly, guards that need to get suspended for that one, man. He does. That's gonna be that's gonna be the storyline next week. Jukulak's gonna be like, yeah, I'm pressing charges against you. So talking about next week, do y'all think this is gonna be like his thing? Because I see it. I think they go keep making him put roses up people's asses. When they had, remember they had uh, Nia Jax saying my hole for like two or three weeks. My hole. Now this is gonna the same thing's gonna happen with this. <laughs> uh. Oh wait, weren't were him and, and Nia Jax like interacting with each other too? Yeah, they. The past, yeah. Oh God! Oh he God! Was, he was interacting with a lot of people backstage. Oh no! Um, <laughs> They're gonna converge those two storylines. <laughs> all right, too much time on roll. Too much time. Let's get out of here. Uh, <laughs> RK Bro defeated uh Mega Mega uh Mega Riker and Elias. Oh man. And uh they, I will they, change they the channel every single time that they're on my screen. You don't every fuck with RK time. Bro or are you talking about Elias and Jackson? Yeah, Jackson Riker. I will, I will I will change the channel. I'm not gonna um, lie, I change the channel when, when I hear bronze music too. <laughs> bronze shrubs. Don't watch raw. But um I don't know about y'all. I like RK Bro. It's cool for now. Yeah, it's a cool time. So they split them up a month later, but it's fun. It's probably gonna build a summer slip match. So it's probably can we get a segment of them smoking weed? Like, come on. We know it's happening anyway. Backstage, (laughs) especially him and Randy together. It's so much like they could probably pull off a couple things nowadays. Like if they if they were to go TV fourteen, like that would be something. Having them smoke a J in the back or some shit. That should be hot, but. Um, last few things. Alexa Bliss discussed Lily and Alexa Flair. Oh, we don't I hate give a that fuck. Shit. I Alexa. hate this so much. I hate, I hate, <laughs> I hate all we this feed care. stuff so much. And then women's tag team championship, Nia Jackson, Shayna defeated Lana and Naomi. Didn't we see that like last week? And I don't know. Um, that was like a two minute match, too. <laughs> like a two that, minute tag team what match. What was the last segment? Because that's it. That's all they have here. Well, what was it? What was it? Was it like, uh, was it like a Charlotte and Oscar? Like, no. I don't know. I don't care. Fuck Yeah, I don't don't really. I I can't even. Um, I wanted to talk briefly about main event just because over the week, uh, Mustafa Ali and Ricochet were promoting their rematch that happened from the week prior. Um, They squared off in main event. I got a chance to check out the match. It was pretty good. But I really just wanted to talk in larger part about just the role of main event itself because. We often come on here, we complain about Raw and how they don't use the right talent. But hypothetically, on main event, they use the people that we want to see. So is it our fault that main event is treated like shit because we don't watch it? Or is it them because they don't really treat main event as if it's anything important? Like, they just, like they said, like, they don't mention it until it favors them. Like, Mansoor came up and they was like, oh, he got a 50-match win streak 
on main event and it's like damn i didn't even know y'all still made main event like when when did the shit even come on i couldn't tell you and like it and now it's just like they have two like other best most athletic stars facing off two weeks in a row nobody even knows until they promote it on twitter themselves so clearly the company clearly they don't give a fuck about main event but it's like the people that are on it do because it's like for some of them that's they only shine in the week if something like significant happens, like a main event, like could they can they just like throw like a couple minute like video package on Raw? That's what I'm saying. Like, why can't like, you just do that? Like, or just like somehow tie in a storyline that happens on Raw, but like make the match happen on main event. Like it's so many. Like, they put no effort into into. I remember back in the day, like stuff like I guess it stopped happening after like a while, like, towards the end of its run. But remember, like stuff like on Sunday Night Heat used to like matter. Mm-hmm. Like it would like happen on Sunday Night Heat and then like on Raw SmackDown, like it'd be referenced, like that that happened. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes Triple H would even be on like Sunday Night Heat, like wrestling somebody. Yeah, like, maybe had a match on there. Now, granted, somebody. it is a lot of wrestling to watch, as is. So I don't personally see it ever being like a time where I can fit main event into my schedule. But all I'm saying is at least make it matter to where we can have like some highlights shown. Mm-hmm. Some kind of just any sort of acknowledgement. Acknowledge me, damn it, is what main event is saying. <laughs> from from this company. Because it's like, what's the point of having the show if y'all don't even treat it like it exists? Just to keep them busy. Yeah, basically. Yeah, like for it's real. Like NXT UK. WWE <laughs> just catering. The catering fest. Oh, what if they make that? What if they make that show? <laughs> so they're who be catering. There is the main event to begin with. So yeah. it, it'd be a redundant show. But did y'all get a chance to check out the match or to see any highlights from it? I, I didn't get to see the match. I saw the promos that they were cutting. Yeah. How was the match? Shot by the same blue, whoever that is. Shot by Mustafa Ali himself. <laughs> Yo, the GOAT. Shout out Mustafa Ali. Yeah. But, um, Yo, why don't Jordan. they do more with him? This this man is trying his, like, absolutely. He's, like, he's wrestling during Ramadan and stuff. No food oh or water goodness. in his system. <laughs> like... He's giving his all to try to make this work. Yeah, At least that's he can like, say that. That's another thing that kind of like bothers me. It's like I feel like they find things to do with people who like kind of don't really need to be like on TV every week. But Corbin. then you have like people who are like Mustafa Ali, you just kind of put them on main event. Or like they're mm-hmm. like dying on Twitter trying to get like some traction or like I don't know. Makes no sense. It's like no the sense. um it's like the the um like Zack Ryder. Like I feel like since Zack Ryder, like they don't want really anybody like doing their own thing. Like is mm-hmm. I think that showed like everybody in the company that like even if you like get like a fan base, you put up some buzz, like it doesn't really matter if they don't like that, you're not in their visions. They don't like when you do your own thing on your platform, I think. Because sometimes if you find a way to work it into the like what's going on. Just by like doing something subtle, it might catch on. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, if you work with what's given to you, but I feel like if you just go on your own and try to like get some heat, like outside, just like on social media, they kind of like they look at that like, oh, what are you doing? Like, there's a great video from that time period of of like that like, showcasing that mentality because like there, it was like I think it was like a WrestleMania like 27 like media event, and some guy they asked like. John Cena, The Miz, and Triple H about like Zack Ryder and his like YouTube show, mm-hmm. and 
And then like John Cena, he's like, oh yeah, it's great and stuff. Like, like hopefully like Zach can like get him like raw and like he can showcase it and stuff. And then you get the Triple H, and he's just like, he's like, no. he's so dismissive of it. He, you can tell he's just like, you not give a fuck about Zach Ryder. I think they find it an inconvenience because they have somewhat of a plan set out, or we like to believe that they do. And mm-hmm. whenever these people start popping off outside, they're just like, damn, now we got to kind of rewrite shit so to find a spot for you. When this wasn't mm-hmm. even in our ideas, like you kind of just made this shit up your own. So I could kind of see from their perspective, I was like, all right, you're kind of trying to dictate the show to be around you. But it's like, we got this whole business running. We can't just be throwing our plans to the side because you got a little internet heat. The mm-hmm. fuck is this? So I, I kind of see both sides. But for Ali, I, I do hope he gets a spot somewhere. You know, the guy is tremendous talent. Do y'all ever see him leaving the company? Like being uh, one of these Andrade cases in like two years or so, where it's like, damn, they really drop on with Ali. Potentially, not not anytime soon. Yeah, maybe like two or three years. I don't want to put it out there because I would love. Yeah, to see I don't. Yeah, I don't want to like put that out there. But yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know if you if you're in a spot where you're not like appreciated and you want to be appreciated more, like that's always going to be the decision someone's going to take. But you mm-hmm. don't really know how like real his frustration is at the moment or like how i don't know like how um how it really impacts impacts his entire life yeah it's more than wrestling obviously like that that's yeah, another thing. family like going back to that daniel bryan discussion a lot of people fantasy book at him like okay obviously people want to see him in AEW face off against orange cassidy kenny omega whoever but at the same time it's like you got to think about his safety you know, he, he, this is a man who came back from retirement. He's working with the best health officials available to him in this, like in this business at the WWE. Would he really want to go to AEW, a place that's been shown to not really be as protective or just like not have it all figured out as far as how to protect their performers? I, I don't know. I feel like AEW, like it took a little bit for, uh, for Miro to get, mm-hmm. uh, the going but i feel like he's like on the right path now like especially i think he's gonna take the title off, off of darby i think we even talk about that that promo that yeah. we cut like I, I i like the character he's kind of like an unhinged like psycho now yeah. like he's just he's just like what he did to kip Sabian, where he's just like i just want to talk to you kip and he beat the shit out of him <laughs> like, he, i don't know what i don't know how they broke up i i, I must have missed that but it's what else cost like... him that match in that in that uh in the arcade uh, street fight that they had, so he's just like, so he's just like, I, I need to talk to you. And, he beat yeah. and now he's like a he's a singles guy fully now. Well, you so yeah, now they treat him right. But I mean, it's different situations for everybody. Like I'm saying, like, but I just think like for somebody like Daniel, it's like he's got a lot more to consider than Miro, you know. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Um, do y'all want to talk about NXT? Anything from there? I want to talk about Cameron the- Grimes a little bit. Oh Cameron yeah, Grimes. Tim Grimes. I think one of the he, best characters. Um, I think they're working towards making him face. No, do you think? Uh, I think I think he'll like naturally yeah. turn face eventually, but I think he still has some run left as a heel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had um he had like a funny moment. Hey, he went to like the, yeah he went to the lounge. <laughs> he, he was like I got a res- I got a reservation for the VIP lounge or whatever. He's like oh uh, the, the whole 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 place has been bought off for the night. But about who? Here comes Teddy Biasi. Teddy, Teddy. Teddy Biasi. 
Um, He's that cartoon character. It's great. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> Timothy Thatcher and Tommaso versus the Grizzled Young Veterans. Yeah, no, Tommaso Ciampa, he, he must have got like on like a new cycle or something because he looks like he's in WrestleMania shape still. Yeah, this y'all was talking shit about his cut. All he had to do was shave his head. Y'all he like did. Hey, he doesn't like he doesn't like he doesn't like 65 years old anymore. Yeah, he, he looks about 45 years old. It's, it's <laughs> so it looks like we're building up to some sort of interaction between Karrion Cross and a bunch of niggas. I don't even know. Finn Balor, Johnny Gargano. Austin Theory. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of confusing shit going on there. Um, yeah. Cool Kyle. Fucking cool Kyle. I, I don't know what I don't know what <laughs> happened with that segment. It, I just know a lot of niggas came out and they was talking shit. Pete Dunne you know came crazy? out. Uh, I feel like I don't know if it's because like Karrion Cross is champion or if it's like because like they kind of have like the same like three or Poor dude, kind of like in the main event scene right now. Mm-hmm. Like I have like little to no interest <laughs> in, yeah. the, in the main event. Scene. I think it's a mix. I think it's a mixture of all those factors. I think they're kind of in a um <clears throat> a period right now where they're transitioning sort of into making new main eventers, right? Because they're moving Adam like... Cole a little bit out that picture. It seems like they're moving Finn away from it a little bit. Yeah, but like not you're completely. Get one final, one final go. Yeah, probably gonna like move back, and I think they'll just have carry and hold it for a little bit so he can be sort of that new that new dominant champ. I'm more interested in what Swerve's doing right yeah, now. Swerve and, yeah, Swerve and Leon Ruff they 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 cooked up a good one too. I love um, the spot like the game where he like Leon Ruff charges at him and then he just, he just, he just need just, the crap out of him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like the <laughs> I love that he's building up too. Dylan, like, I feel I like if you would be a wrestler. Man. If you would be a wrestler, then I feel like you'd be like Leon Ruff a little bit. <laughs> just jumping everywhere. <laughs> no, you know, but like I don't know, like so just like the build, like I don't know. I think I would be like Wesley. Like I think I would wear that type of gear. Like I don't know. Oh, you think I would be out there wearing tidy whities <laughs> No, 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 no. I was more so thinking like, you think the style, like Spike the Dudley, Black Spike like, Dudley, basically. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying yeah, I'm saying Dylan, if you were to drop your shit right now, go to Performance Center and start wrestling, nigga, you'd be Leon Ruff. Probably, but I, I'd also I don't know. I feel like I, I'd be a, I'd be a bad guy though. Yeah, I'd definitely be a bad a guy. A heel, rough. Yeah, I'd be fucking shit up. Oh, but um, oh, with Swerve, man. Swerve got his little group now though. His little posse. Yep, yep. AJ Francis. Uh, fuck with it. I've been wanting them to do like a a hip hop kind of like a music group kind of faction. It yeah. was kind of what we going for, like a posse, a little bit. Like you got the artist with his like little entourage. I think that's dope. Um, and his grill. What's the dude's name? Yeah, that grill. That shit is ugly. I like it. <laughs> that shit. When he be smiling, yo, it, it adds to the character. Like, it, does. it adds. I'm like, Ew, he look crazy. It makes him look crazy. Yeah, look crazy. Like yeah. I'm like, this is crazy. <laughs> so, I, I'm yeah. He's gonna be. Um, hopefully they put Swerve up in that like um that main event scene because he he's somebody. Yeah, that he's got there. the talent. He was he was yeah. like a main event level talent like the Indies before he mm-hmm. went to NXT. Yeah, and then I, he kinda I, hope he, I hope he wins the, the North American title. Yeah, that would be dope for him. They usually go, uh, they usually switch it up with a the race. They usually go like black champ, white champ, black champ, white champ, Puerto Rican. They got, yeah, Puerto Rican. I was going to say, you got to go. <laughs> Joe Damon, <laughs> you got to sprinkle. <laughs> so, Johnny Gargano's champ right now. Next champ probably going to be black. 
It's like how like how old like the how like the WWF used to be where they had like an Italian champion and they have like a Puerto Rican champion, <laughs> a Polish champion. <laughs> you gotta go around the world with it. Everybody get a fair shot. So hilarious. Yeah, looking forward to his future. Um, I mean NXT, and yeah, I think NXT just in a period right now. They 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 building up some new people. We got this. Oh, the um, main event was lit. The main event. Yeah. That was, that was oh fire. yeah, the women. The women get, delivered. We got Saray versus Zeta Ramey or whatever. Um, Zoe Stark. Oh wait, who's Zeta Ramey? What is Zoe she, Stark? She um, she faced uh, she's Zoe the one that did like the shooting star press like, a few weeks ago. Zeta Ramey. Oh, oh, Zoe Stark got in her way. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Zoe Stark's like feuding with like Tony yeah. Storm. I like now. that girl Zoe Stark though. Yeah, yeah, she's been she's been good. Um. L.A. Knight versus Jake Atlas, like you said, L.A. Knight. L.A. Knight's getting me over a little bit too. Um, he he cuts good promos. I like him. It's just like the style is like different than everybody. Mm-hmm. Like he's very confident in like in what he's saying. So then we had uh, Kushu- K- uh I said almost a Kushida. Kushida versus Santos Escobar and Raquel Gonzalez. Oh wait, Kushida versus Santos Escobar and then Raquel Gonzalez versus Mercedes Martinez are going to yeah, happen next like, week. They had that like segment. Yeah, promo segment with them. Um, and then I think this is the main event, right? We had the street fight for the NXT women's tag titles, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon versus the way the way finally come away with those titles, like we thought they were another rematch. Yeah. So now we got um we got three people in there with titles. Awesome um, Jerry facing Karen Cross next week. Oh yeah, he is. Oh, That's not for the title, is it? No, hey, you think he's gonna he gonna get his nah, shot? Nah. No. <laughs> he's gonna beat the shit out of him. <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm so yeah. kind of like I don't dislike Austin Day's character, but I'm confused on how he did like kind of like a 180. Like his character kind of just turned stupid out of nowhere. It's like was Ever, his character yeah, always right? like a dumbass. He started hanging out with Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Well, when he was with Seth for like two weeks, he was just like, I'm, I'm a young guy. Like I don't know, he was just he was just yeah, like, I'm a young guy. <laughs> I'm a young guy. If you hunt me, like, oh. that kind of makes sense. He's just like a young. Lost yeah, person, no, <laughs> he's <laughs> just goes with whatever. Yeah. I, feel, I feel a personal connection, Austin Theory. I feel like he's like my 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 son or something because I'm. You don't know. He's very. You see, he's, he's very. His character is very easily influenced. It seems next <laughs> week he's going to be in, in the NXT Q Anon fashion. Yeah. What's <laughs> going on with Indian uh and Boy, the homeboy? Oh, um, Dexter Loomis. Dexter, yeah. Um, well, you see, Candice is trying to keep him away from each other. Distracting, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he saw in the locker room, like he was standing outside, like in the window, with the flowers. She get like shut the blinds, <laughs> make sure she didn't see him. Yeah, that was funny. So, um, yeah, that pretty much wraps NXT, as well as uh anything else that happened in wrestling this week. Unless y'all got some other thoughts. We got Dark Side of the Ring. Dark Side of the that, Ring. That was that was Which very good. Was it? Brian Pillman. I've been so very behind on all these documentaries. Last night I was checking out the Randy Savage A and E thing. For oh, yeah. What do you think? What do you think about that? Like the about that they took? Because wow, because like, I mean, for me, took, I didn't especially the WWE. It did take a little one. bit of a dark tone because I didn't really know much about. I mean, obviously, I know like I know about Randy Savage, but I mean, I didn't grow up in that era, so I didn't really like watch him consistently. But this was I didn't know that much about like him. In the dynamic between him and him and Elizabeth, how he was so like dictative and everything, like you know, like, yeah, I didn't know that like how much that actually played into real life is, and how much like, that was involved in his character. 
they went there with Randy Savage. Like they went to like cover everything, but with Stone Cold, they didn't like cover that. So I thought that was just like interesting. How I think it's because he's still alive. Like they can't really talk shit. But like they don't want to. They don't want to bring up Stone Cold's like abusive past and like the shit he went through. Because like obviously he's still alive. He's still like an ambassador for the brand. They can't be like, yeah, Stone Cold beat his wife when he was on perks and shit. And then be like, all right, Brooklyn School Sessions next, <laughs> next Sunday. You can... <laughs> so, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was just, like, interesting. Like, so, I guess we'll see, too. Like, if they if they cover it the same way with Ultimate Warrior. Because Ultimate Warrior mm-hmm. did a bunch of awful shit, like, outside the ring, too. Okay, so it's a, lot of, it's a lot of docs, like, running parallel to each other. We got Dark Side of the Ring, and we got this mm-hmm. A&E thing. Which one... You said what happened this week? Brian Pillman? Yeah, Dark Side that, of the Ring? that was very good. Yeah. What was last week's Dark Side? Uh, this is like the premiere. This is like, the premiere? This okay. Season, All right, good. So I'm not behind premiere. on that. No. Which one would you say you liked more if you had to pick? I think the Brian Pillman. Brian Pillman one was dope? Yeah. Okay. I, covers, yeah. That I really like everything. I really don't like, know much about Brian Pillman. I'll, I'll admit that. Like, just like. It's a shame too, because he could have been like one of like the top guys, like the Attitude Era, if he ever got into like a car accident first yeah. and then passed Cause, away. Because what was his story? Like he was injured for like a long time, right? Like his leg. Yeah, he basically like he he tripped like Eric Bischoff in WCW to like let him letting him out of his contract for real. Like it was supposed to be like part of like the storyline that he was like crazy and stuff, and that they fired him. But, like, he, he made him, like, do it for real. Because he's like, oh, we have to make it look real. So you have to actually fire me. And then he did. And then he went to ECW. And then he used that to, like, negotiate with, mm-hmm. with like, WWE, basically. And then he ended up signing with WWE after. after Yo, the, that video you sent us, like, the press conference thing, oh, he did, yeah. I never saw that before. And I was so worked into that. I didn't know if it was work or shoot. I didn't know. That, that was his whole, like. Like, I didn't know. I didn't know what was happening. I was like, "What is this?" And that was like part of like partly his downfall too, because he's like kind of like built like yeah. built like believe the character. Like he became that like in real life. Like it, yeah. it like consumed him. It's kind of like Heath Ledger and like the Joker, where like Damn. that kind of like consumed him too, like as well. And they kind of like went to like a dark place with that. But and it it, it kind of seems like that's what was happening with Randy too. That's what they were describing. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that's that's. I think that happens at wrestling a lot. I think even with Stone Cold. I mean, that, yeah. Like, I think Hulk Hogan him. still thinks he's Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Hulk Hogan's still full of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that but, happens so much. I wonder. Like, that's an interesting point. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. because we're like in a much more like reality based era mm-hmm. where guys aren't like as deeply. And we're starting to see. We're living in an era now where wrestlers are starting to live. A little bit longer than what they're what they used to which is fortunate so like, we get to see i think i would say probably the only person we've truly seen evolve outside of a character is like rick flair a little bit i think in recent years he's really shown he's not just like woo like you know like he's he's become more personal i think ever since he had that scare dying. with his life yeah i think he, he really came out of that just with a different perspective so the only person, like, can you imagine Vroom Reigns is, like, sunk into this, like, Trouble Chief character? It's just, like, <laughs> forever? I'm actually, I actually am, like, the Trouble Chief. Just, like, me. It's like it's 60 years that. old. It's like, I'm the head of the fucking table. Just go down tell people, like, acknowledge me. Like, what? <laughs> That's funny, Roman. No, I'm not joking. Acknowledge me. <laughs> yeah. So. 
MGF. Yeah, I'm going to have to check out that Brian Pillman uh, Dark Side of the Ring. MGF is the only one that, like, I think, like, plays his character 24-7, where you, like, mm-hmm. don't know if he's just, like, just an asshole, like, all the time. <laughs> I don't know if you saw this. This article came out today on WrestlingInc.com. They were talking, it's some interview that MJF did with uh, Steel Chair Magazine. He admitted that Although AEW runs deep, quote, in him, he's a businessman and will listen to whatever offers come his way, which is interesting, I think. Um, I think he's they up asked like... him. They, they, they basically just asked him where he sees himself in three or four years. He said his contract does uh, conclude with AEW in 2024. So basically he's saying wherever the money resides, that's where I'm going. That's smart. Wait, who I think that? that's smart business. MJF. That's just smart business. You don't want to be, end up like Ricochet where you're like people just like peg you as happy to be there. Yeah. So it is like treat you any any kind of way. You want you want to have some type of like leverage over them. Be like, no, like I I actually might leave. Like I might leave this company. I wonder <laughs> how MJF like, will look in WWE. That's like three. I feel like, like he'd probably be like Miz, Miz circa yeah. like. But Miz we don't know what this company's gonna look like, like in three years. We don't know what MJF is gonna look like in three years. MJF's like twenty three. Jesus, he's twenty five. But still so. under thirty. That, that's crazy that's he's got like crazy. he's got like three or four like big money like multi-year contracts like left mm-hmm. in. <laughs> this is his first contract wow but hey man thank you guys for tuning into the show it's been a pleasure episode number 10 of subject to change make sure you leave us a five-star frog splash review uh share comment do whatever you gotta do follow us on twitter at sub number two change pod um you can follow me at vince mcmahon's you already know and yeah, y'all can go ahead and give y'all. Give y'all. Oh yeah, this is Slim. <laughs> you know, can follow me on the gram at Slim Dylan. You know, we in there, we out here. You know, you can follow all around there. on the gram Thanks. and Twitter at Chad Gelkin. Sounds good. All right, y'all. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch y'all next week for our preview of WrestleMania Backlash. You dig? All right, keep it locked. Enjoy your weekend. Happy Mother's Day to the mothers out there. Doses. Peace. Peace.